1: Promise. Episode 171. Hey, Reachers. How are you? I really hope you feel better and that you see the light at the end of the tunnel or even you are out already and you are defeating the coronavirus in your country and coming back or start coming back to normal. Unfortunately, What seemed like a huge success here in my country when we managed to crush the virus very earlier, the first wave looks very bad today when it seems like the virus is crushing us in the second wave that started here already. Those who know me a bit and had a chance either to listen to one of my shows or to visit my site know that I have a thing with mountains. For years, I see a great similarity between climbing mountains to both marketing and entrepreneurship, which are my universe in the last 13 years. So I decided that the best way to cheer me up and hopefully cheer you up as well is to have another episode of the most beautiful, unique mountain stories of some of the successful entrepreneurs I interviewed in the last few months. Listen to their stories. I hope you would like this show, and I hope you will find inspiration in these stories. I'll be happy to hear whether you climbed mountains or you find any similarity between your journey, your entrepreneurship journey, and climbing mountains. Let me know, either in the comments to this show or directly to my email, chayut H-A-Y-U-T, at reachormiss.com. I look forward to hearing from you. It will cheer me up. Have a great day, a great week, and a great mountain stories. My first guest today has a unique mountain story and what i liked most about her mountain story is how excited she was by this experience Amy vernon said in our interview listen to your customers and talk to them though that doesn't necessarily mean you have to do everything they say emmy vernon was internationally recognized as an influential voice in the realm of community audience, and content. She has worked in media, cybersecurity, blockchain, and marketing technology. Craigslist founder, Craig Newmark, named her as one of the five women bloggers to follow, and Perindex named her the 15th most influential women in tech on Twitter.
2: Amy Vernon, what a pleasure to have you here with me. Hey. Hi. Hi, thanks so much for having me today.
1: As my listeners already know, I always imagine this journey of marketing, of building the awareness and figuring out where the customer is and which the mind or to where we think we can get as climbing a mountain. And at some point, I started to ask my guests, and that's what I ask you, whether they ever climbed a mountain or wished to climb a mountain, or do you have any relationships with mountains at all? (laughs) And I did mean the physical mountain, literally a mountain, but actually you can take it wherever you want. A lot of people are taking it to the metaphor as well.
2: I I may have the most um, unique mountain story. I don't know. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> when I was much younger than today, uh, my now husband, we were uh, dating at the time. We were moving across the country from South Florida to um, just outside of Phoenix. Oh. And um, obviously it had been some years since I'd been around any mountains because Florida is flat as a pancake. <laughs> but we were really into hiking then. We, you know, we did a lot of outdoor stuff. So we, we drove across the country. Uh, and decided to take a couple of weeks to just see that part of the country which we'd never seen. And uh, we camped out in Big Bend National Park in Texas, which is right there at, at the, not surprisingly, Big Bend of the Rio Grande River. <laughs> and the tallest mountain in Texas is in Big Bend. Um, now, even though those are part of the Rockies, the mountains down in Texas are not as they're not like they are, you know, up in Montana and stuff. They're not hugely high, <laughs> but still, they're you know. But you know it had it had a switchback trail leading up to the top and that was great and you know it was a, it was a strenuous hike but it was really nice and um we got to the top and we realized the real top of the mountain there was this huge boulder right in front of us but we could see a way you could you know relatively easily climb up and we saw a couple of people climbing down so we climbed up the side of this boulder and it was totally worth it we get to the top there was one other couple there but it was, you know, not a really big space, but it was flat. It was all rock, but there were like wildflowers growing out of it. And the thing I'll never forget, there were all these butterflies. It was really, really, you know, just surreal uh, because there were just all these butterflies there. And so we, we stood there for a little while and, and I think we sat a little bit and it was just really nice and very peaceful and serene. And then we decided it was, you know, time to go down. We, were, we, we weren't hungry yet, but we knew that if we didn't get down and, and back to our campsite that we would be hungry. So we started climbing down and we were down a little bit. And we realized that we went, didn't go down the side that we had come up on. Oh. And there was literally nothing below. And, um, okay. and to this day, all I can tell you is we made it back down. And I don't remember anything between the moment where we realized yeah. that there was nothing below us and when we were back at the car. <laughs> <laughs> wow! And I know that we. I I don't think we climbed back up. I think we kind of went sideways because we were relatively close to the corner. But I I don't I don't really remember. But um, it's kind of funny because I, I I'm a, uh, you know, a native New Yorker. I live back <laughs> you know, in the New York area now. Kind of uh, a pessimist. Journalists tend to be pessimists. In a nature. way, yeah, I agree. <laughs> you're, always, you're always, you know, finding the worst out about people. But I've also always sort of had this feeling that um, somehow I'll make things work out. Hmm. Just kind of because you have to, and not in any sort of spiritual way. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really, you know. But I, I just sort of believe that, like, I have it within me to make things work out. And it may take a while. And I don't know if it comes from that experience or that happened because I had that attitude. Hmm. I have no idea how it happened. My husband doesn't remember how what happened either. All we know is we were back at the car and um yeah, that was it was by turns one of the most serene calm experiences in my life, and then the most terrifying experience of my life five minutes later. It is. I think it's terrifying. I think it was just my brain was like, all right, we need to get out of this. Stop thinking about anything else.
1: Bob Berg said, shifting your business context from getting to giving is the most financially profitable. Bob is the author of a number of books on sales, marketing, and influence, with total book sales of well over a million copies. His book, The Go-Giver, co-authored with John David Mann itself, has sold over 925,000 copies, and it has been translated into 28 languages.
3: Well, on a physical level, I can, I can genuinely tell you I have never climbed a mountain. <laughs> and can just as genuinely tell you, I don't plan to climb a mountain.
1: Okay, fair enough. Uh,
3: on the <laughs>
1: things are clear now.
3: <laughs> on the meta, <laughs> on the metaphorical level, I can tell you that I've climbed many mountains, and I think most of us have. I'm sure you um, did. You know, and will I climb other ones? I, I mean, I, I guess I will because I think that's part of life. Uh, I think we're continually climbing mountains. We're setting new goals and, and we have desires that, that we continue to have because I think that we've really been programmed by our creator, if you will, to want to make a difference and to want to have something bigger than ourselves to live for. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I see life as a series, you know, maybe a series of, of hills and some mountains along the way. <laughs> and uh, sometimes you're not sure when one is one and, or whether it's the other. <laughs>
1: hmm. My next guest to talk about mountains is Shama Haider. I loved her mountain story, although she didn't really climb many mountains. Shama Haider said, It's lonely at the top only if you were also lonely at the bottom. Shama Haider is a trailblazing, award-winning entrepreneur who has built a global audience and is known for helping brands succeed in the digital age. Shama is a visionary strategist for the digital age, a web and TV personality, a best-selling author and the award-winning CEO of Zen Media, a global marketing and digital PR firm. She has been named the Zen Master of Marketing by Entrepreneur Magazine and the Millennium Master of the Universe by Fast Company Com. Shama has also been honored at both the White House and the United Nations as one of the top 100 young entrepreneurs in the country. Do
4: you have any relationships with mountains at all? <laughs> so I, I can't say that I'm a big mountain climber, but I will say one of my favorite songs has to do with mountains, Adlina. Oh. Um, and um, it's called, um, you know, There'll there'll Always Be Another Mountain. And uh, it's by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> and, oh. and the reason that I've always loved this song is because there's this very specific line in the chorus and then it says, you know, there'll always be another mountain I'll always want to make it move. And, mm-hmm. and that's so true, you know. And I think as an entrepreneur, as whatever you do, I think it's so important to enjoy the journey. Because if you feel like you, once you get someplace, you'll be happier, you're kidding yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that old adage where people say it's lonely at the top? I think that's true, but only if you were also lonely at the bottom.
1: <laughs> Beautiful.
4: Very rare that someone is lonely at the top when they weren't lonely at the bottom, right? If that makes sense. Hmm. Fantastic sense. And
1: nobody gave me a song before.
4: Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Well, that's, I guess, the beauty of your podcast, right? Every guest. Yeah. So Yeah, so there you go. So I would say for me, that song has, uh, with mountains and, you know, that's just, that's always spoken to me. Because I, I am such a person that has goals and is constantly looking for what's my next challenge? What's my next level? Personally, you know, I don't compete with other people. But I compete mm. with myself all the time. So I think for me, it's always about realizing there's, that bar is going to keep moving, um, you know, and, and how do I also enjoy that journey fully? Wow.
1: Jesse Krieger said, first, let's normalize failures. The number of things that I've started and didn't work is astronomical. I love that. Jesse Krieger sits squarely at the intersection of publishing and promotion, having signed two publishing deals on two different continents and navigated the world of becoming a best-selling author twice. Having signed two publishing deals on two different continents and navigated the world of becoming a best-selling author twice. Just was featured on over 50 media outlets for his best-selling book, Lifestyle Entrepreneur. Following my story with mountains, I want to ask you, did you ever climb a mountain?
5: Sure. Well, physical mountain, yes. Uh, when I was 16, I went on a program called Outward Bound. And it's three weeks of backpacking, hiking through the Sierra Nevada Mountains in California. Big, big mountain it's basically not a wilderness survival course. Like we're not like (laughs) eating bark off of trees, but we're literally hiking with all of our food and all of our stuff on our back. And after the first 10 days, you know, we're pretty deep into the mountains. And then we started summiting these 14,000 foot peaks, the highest ones uh, in the continental U S Wow! and it's really amazing, you know, as you climb a physical mountain and get on the top and you see, the perspective change from looking down on the world is a different perspective than looking up at a mountain from the ground. And there's something very empowering about reaching the top of a physical mountain. Mm-hmm. I still enjoy hiking. It's not like the most important thing in my life, but I, I never forgot that feeling of like living in nature and summiting mountains and
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
5: Maybe part of why it became so adventurous. <laughs>
1: Great story. And do you have any photos from the age of 16?
5: Uh, I would have to dig through the archives.
1: (laughs) I love photos to make people feel a bit more familiar with uh, the person that they are hearing. (laughs) My next guest is Casey Jones. And Casey said, one of my biggest advantages is that I have zero professional training or education in marketing. Since she is a marketing result, it sounds very good. Casey is the founder of A Better Jones and a passionate advocate for under sales professionals. Casey also co-founded The Other Side of Sales, a product and resource committed to evolving the culture of B2B sales. Sales Hacker has named her one of the thirty five most influential women in sales and sales influencer to watch for twenty nineteen Casey do you have any relationships with the mountains at all? I absolutely do <laughs> um so I live in
6: Portland, Oregon, and we are surrounded by mountains and I love this question, because I think about it a lot, actually, and particularly as it relates to being an entrepreneur. So when I was growing up in my early 20s, I am fortunate because, uh, you know, I did well in school and uh, a bunch of things came naturally to me. Hmm. And I just didn't do things that I wasn't naturally good at which basically meant that I was not disciplined and I was not very gritty. <laughs> um, I was sort of lazy when I was in my oh. teens and 20s. When I was in my sort of mid-20s, I dated this guy who was super into hiking and mountain climbing. Okay. And so he got me really into it. And I don't care how easy a hike it is, there has never been a hike that I have ever done where there isn't at least one step where I think, what the hell am I doing? Why am I doing this? Like, what is this? You know, but I just kept going. And you sometimes it is miserable and it is so hard and you're exhausted and your thighs are burning. And, but you just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Wow. And you keep doing it. And all of a sudden, you get to this top and you see a thing that you know, not that many people have ever seen. Hmm. And almost no one else is going to see on that day or that week. And it is one of the most beautiful and rewarding experiences. And that is, to me, is the entrepreneurial journey. Hmm. There are going to be so many moments where you think, What the hell am I doing? (laughs) Definitely. Why did I do this? Why don't I just quit and go get a real job like a sane person? What am I doing? But if you just keep putting one foot in front of the other, it's the staying committed to it that is the biggest difference between the people that make it and those that don't.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, wow, I love your mountain story so much. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. and uh,
6: I was so excited when you asked. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, it's a great answer. Lance Tyson. People buy emotionally, but justify it logically. Entrepreneurs sell thanks to their enthusiasm but they need to find the logical reasons for people to buy. A born entrepreneur and self-starter, Lance Tyson is an authority in the sales world with a passion for developing strong business leaders. After a 15-year run, Lance sold his interest in Del Carangi in order to form a new company, Tyson Group. The focus of Tyson Group is to diagnose your sales team and propose solutions that deliver results that make sense for your organization and needs. We aren't just a company that provides training. We are a partner that provides solutions.
7: You know, I looked at the question and, and before. There's two metaphors, um, but... I have to say, like with being in the coronavirus, all my sons are home and and we're all having dinner every night together and and it's a good thing that way it's very good and we we've been talking a lot about what's life look like what's different what's where are you going with this what could it be and so there's been a lot of candid conversations and I'd sat down with them the other day and I shared with them before that most all of them were born um the son of um my father had two families seven kids from his first family and, and i'm the oldest of the second group of three and he married a very younger woman and hmm. when he passed i was asked to give the eulogy so on my desk and i'm going to send a picture of this is this picture of a man next to a tree looking a mountain and it always it's what i delivered at his eulogy in 1999 and my dad always reminded me there's always going to be another mountain and so I'll just read what it says, and it, maybe for some of you it's an overused quote, but this is what I shared it as eulogy. And so it's the essence of achievement. Uh, the credit belongs to those who are actually in the arena, who know great enthusiasms, great devotions to a worthy cause, who at best know the triumph of high achievement, and who at worst fail while daring greatly. So their place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know ne- neither victory nor defeat, Theodore Roosevelt. And that picture of the mountain and that quote metaphorically, it's why it sits behind my desk. So that's what came
1: out. Hmm. Wow. What a beautiful story. I didn't even know that when I asked you the mountain story. It is a beautiful story. Jeremy Goldman said at the end of his mountain story, You can't get your whole satisfaction from getting to the top. The satisfaction needs to be the whole journey. And I believe, and I'm sure, We can't wait only to get to the top. And believe me, the journey is so enjoyable. Not easy, but enjoyable. Futurist Jeremy Goldman has been working with companies looking to take their opportunities, their operations online, and inject social into their processes for over a decade. Under Jeremy's leadership, companies like Kale's, attempt or the luxury division he helped Unilever to fund, have had tremendous success and won the highest awards and publications mentions. Did you ever climb a mountain, or wished to climb a mountain, or plan on climbing mountains, or do you have any relationships with the mountains at all? And you can take it to the metaphorical mountains as well.
8: Yeah, I, I and I think it's such a great question, because what's funny, as I was thinking about this question, uh, you know, my, my brain goes back to yesterday, when I was walking through a very hilly part of Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, while having a call with my old creative director, who's now the CEO of the company that I exited, and they've since rebranded as Proponent. I'm having a call with him, and he's hearing me huff <laughs> and puff, you know, as I'm going up the. And I realized like I'm I'm so bad with the hills, you know, uh, but even like with the little hill, I realized that there is an analogy there, which is that it's something where you can have a lot of uh, discomfort as you do it. And even I realized oh, I'm getting like my back is getting sweaty, not to be gross, uh, but um, I I realized that it's that discomfort and pushing through it. Uh, that really makes the journey uh, all worthwhile. So, in short, I haven't gone up a mountain. I would be a big ball of sweat if I ever did it. (laughs) You know, um, even a hill makes me, you know, breathe like, um, you know, 20, 30 years older than I am. But I think that, uh, but building a startup is really that same process of fighting through the discomfort uh, as you're doing something where you're uncertain and you might lose your footing sometimes. Uh, and it, it's not really you guess you can't really get all of your satisfaction from getting to the top of the mountain the satisfaction needs to be the whole journey you know the definitely. whole process as you went as you go up there
1: definitely my last guest to tell his mountain story is Jonathan Slane Jonathan Slane a financial expert had to borrow a quarter of a million from his mother-in-law today He owns the site Recession.com. Jonathan's book, Rock the Recession, How Successful Leaders Prepare for, Thrive During, and Create Wealth After Downturns, came out in September 2019 and is the number one Amazon bestseller. Jonathan was very Victorian of his graduate class and had the highest GPA ever in the history of Shaker Heights High School where he was also voted next Bill Gates. Jonathan, this is the time for my last question, and this is my mountain question.
0: Yeah, I love this question, and as I think about it, uh, the mountain uh, I pick is Mount Fuji. Oh! And it's uh, Tokyo and uh, Japan happen to be um, one of my wife and I's uh, favorite places on Earth. And Whoa. we have not um, climbed Fuji yet, but when we are in Tokyo, uh, imagining that in the background and how beautiful it is, um, and how uh, we got to get back so that we can um, get closer and closer um, to that mountain um just brings a smile to my face. So, thinking through uh, what that looks like, um, and also knowing that um, next year with the Olympics coming up in Tokyo and how hmm. that'll be a beautiful backdrop um, for the Games. Um, I think that's, that's really important. And I, as I think about the mountain question, my current mentor is Jerry Grisco. He runs a public company in the U S uh, that over a billion dollar company. And he told me early on that, that this whole idea of climbing the mountain of knowing what your goal is, is that you have to just take a look at every opportunity that you get every, email that you answer every phone call that you answer every minute of every day if it's not moving you up the mountain <laughs> then the only option is that you're taking a step um, down the mountain and so i understand that sometimes people will say you've got to take a couple steps down to go back up the mountain but i for me that's how i really think about everything that i do uh whether it's with my kids or with my wife or um, with my business um, is just if it's not a step up the mountain, then it's a step in the wrong direction for me. So hopefully uh, hopefully that's somewhat original um, for you as well.
1: It is both. First of all, Mount Fuji, which is great. I haven't been in Japan yet. I plan to, but I, but I do know Mount Fuji. Do you have any photo with Mount Fuji in the background or not yet? Yes.
0: Yes. No, we have it.
1: So if you want to share it with us, we will be very happy to put it in the show notes of this interview. So I love the answer. And I also love the answer to uh, connecting goals with mountains. I didn't think of that. And since I'm talking a lot about both, it's great for me. This is it for today, my dear Richards. I hope you enjoy that. And... As I say, now you can choose whether and what you would like to do next as a reaction to this episode. If you would like to enjoy one of our earlier episodes of The Mountain Project with other very successful entrepreneurs, you are more than welcome to go to episode number 134, 135, 136, or 170. Enjoy it. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.